Hello everyone, this here is S. I'm Jay. And welcome to the second episode of Inside Out. Cue applause. Applause, applause, applause. We will definitely work on the sound effect for that. Don't worry, people. <laughs> so first of all, I want to thank everyone who tuned into our very first episode last week. Me and F sat down and we talked about the Uyghur concentration camps, which I know is a hard topic for many to talk about and listen to, but it is very important. So please, if you haven't heard that episode, check it out, share it with your friends. And yeah, today we are taking a more lighthearted route and are talking about universities and COVID-19. Wow, so lighthearted. Okay, maybe lighthearted isn't the most appropriate word when referring to the pandemic, but basically everyone here in the Inside Out gang, we are all university students. And I don't know about you, Jay, but COVID-19 has affected my studies big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you remember in March when everything was like in person and then you started hearing, oh, there's, there's a coronavirus and you're like, oh, no big deal. And then they were like, hmm, maybe you guys should stay home. And then a week later, they're like, okay, you guys better stay home. All your finals are online or canceled. And now we've been online for months. And we are going to stay online come fall. And rumors are saying even in the second term, everything will be online. Yeah. What have been your experiences with online classes? Like, what are some pros and cons? Okay, for pros... I definitely see why they're doing this, okay? Because mm-hmm. health, the cases are still fluctuating. There have been many deaths, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah, like, I, I totally respect my, my, university student stay, my university's decision, sorry, to stay mm-hmm. closed. And I, as a commuter, I'm saving big time <laughs> on commuting. Normally I would take two hours sometimes even more to just go back and forth from my universities for my university but now since I'm online I don't have to worry about that yeah me too and then even if you're not commuting if you um if you're a resident if you live on campus then you're saving money um on paying uh, living expenses because you can live with your parents that is true and international students okay I have mixed feelings about international students Jay because I was talking with someone who is from India and he was seeing how he's trying to come back in the fall really yeah which is really really interesting because Canada is still being very restrictive when it comes to flights in and out of our country so for international students to want to come back that I mean, I don't know. It's their personal idea, I guess. I didn't really have a chance to ask him to elaborate. But they, they're saving a lot. So I, I wouldn't be coming back if I were them personally. Yeah, it's quite a mess, though, especially I go to school in the U.S. And they had that whole thing with ICE, where ICE was trying to deport international students for some reason. And then everyone was freaking out. And then I mean, they backtracked. Yes. Yeah, that is a whole other story. But with with the whole tuition increasing every year Mm -hmm. I would definitely be thankful for any chance to save any amount of money because that is probably we're going to start the cons off this way people (laughs) why is tuition still increasing oh my god who knows why I mean Okay, every year we get an email from my university saying that, okay, this is the percentage by, this is the percentage we are going to be increasing by next year. What are your thoughts on this? Okay, please, even if we give you our thoughts, you are still going to increase them. Okay, so why Mm -hmm. are you asking us? But I was hoping due to COVID, they wouldn't increase it as much. Yeah. And that didn't 
happen? That didn't happen. No, I did mm -hmm. it increase for you or? No, that's not. Um, no, it hasn't increased, but it also hasn't decreased, which is kind of what you would expect with so much fewer resources that you're getting from them. That's true. Exactly. And that is why at the University of Toronto, so I personally do not attend U of T, but basically I was reading an article on how their students are signing a petition. They're petitioning mm -hmm. to decrease tuition fees because why the heck are we paying tuition in full when we are studying from home? Mm -hmm. So a lot of fees like athletic fees and I don't know the fees they keep to have a lot of their facilities open like a lot of those facilities are not going to be used so why yeah, yeah. charge us for them right exactly okay what what would you say is another big con well proctored online exams can get the heck out of here oh my goodness tell me about it okay i understand where they're coming from because students cheat okay it's, mm -hmm. it's the harsh truth but i don't know what are your experiences well, I had one nightmare one where, so it was online, but the way they did it, instead of using Proctorio or something, which like already creepy, they were like, <laughs> okay, zoom on and we will give you a link to a PDF of the exam and you have to show us your paper through Zoom, but the exam is on the screen. So you can either show us your paper or look at the exam, but you can't do both. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I felt that. So. Oh God! <laughs> okay. Um. Good luck next time, I suppose. Yeah. No. They have. They rushed it. Okay. With the mm -hmm. online finals last term. I mean, a lot of my classes didn't even proctor. They were so lazy. They were just like, okay, mm -hmm. here, sign this um agreement. This. What do yeah, you call I've it? Yeah, signing a lot of agreements. Yeah. Right. Like, take a code of honor that you will not cheat. But I know for sure that in the fall, that's not happening because they had more time to prepare. So a lot of our exams will be proctored. Bad. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But in general, would you say our quality of education has gotten lower by going online? I wouldn't really say that the quality of the education itself has gotten lower because it's, you know, same professors, same curriculum. But the experience has definitely, like, lost a lot of its quality, like, you don't get to sit with your classmates. You don't really get to interact with the professor to, to a degree that you would in person. There's also like, you know, extracurriculars, just campus events, et cetera. That is so true. And I mean, we're not first years anymore, but think about the first year students. It is hard communicating mm -hmm. with and making friends over a Zoom conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of awkward, especially for people who may be more introverted like mm -hmm. I am and just in general. I feel like our mental health has been going down because students are big procrastinators to begin with and time mm -hmm. management being everything being online has just gotten worse. Yeah, definitely. So what would you say are our general experiences with online schooling then? Not good. Period. Not okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it hasn't been good. My grades dropped and I know mm -hmm. a lot of scaling was done, but still I know many people's grades dropped and everyone's scared that they will continue dropping. Yeah. Yeah, and my already dead social life got worse. Exactly. Exactly. And once again, I, this is something I will emphasize. Not everyone has the ideal home environment to study in. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, you need to change your study environment every now and then, right? But with COVID-19, everyone's scared to go out. Yeah, except for those people who are just like going out. 
that's another story. Okay, let's not talk about that because I'm going to be ranting full on on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But overall, Jay, what do we hope universities can improve? Just in general, be more gracious with their students. Like we're, it's, it's hard to like be running a university and to like be in charge of like 40,000 students, but students have a lot to deal with too. And like, they could be more, you know, flexible with deadlines um, just be more understanding of our situation, I guess. The thing is that even when everything was in person, universities still struggled with giving students a proper mental health support. So once again, on the topic of the University of Toronto, I don't even go there. I don't know why I'm talking about them so much. But basically, uh-huh. it is well known that here in Canada, they um, have a place where students actually go trigger warning to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And that is just, as a student and someone who struggled with mental health, I find that so hard to hear. And the thing is, when this happened again this year, so many students rallied and demanded for more mental health support because even though they have the facilities, the Mm -hmm. weekly check-ins are so half-hearted and so many people who sign up for their facilities, they get waitlisted. Oh my God. Because they don't have enough to go around and support like what, the 50, 60,000 students they have there? Mm Mm-hmm. So please, universities, if any of you are listening to this, here with your universities, this podcast, y'all, just, we, we want support. Like, I know there's a lot going on right now, and a lot of you are helping with COVID-19 research, but if you're willing to hear us out, like, we want to communicate with y'all professors, you know? Yeah, I think what we really need is for both parties to understand each other more. Like, there's they're sending emails back and forth, but there's really like a lack of communication, you know? That is so true. Yeah. On that note, I think we'll wrap up. So thanks everybody for listening. And And we will see you on the next Next episode of Inside Out. Peace. Yeah. Bye.